everyone, and welcome back to Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single lyric from a single Fallout Boy song. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And I'm your co-host, Tracy. Like she's always been here. She's always been here. Just get right in the groove. <laughs> it's really nice that she can. Act, we're actually letting her talk now. Before we just made her sit silently and listen to us talk. Yeah, it's really mean of us, actually, in hindsight. <laughs> no, I recorded audio for every single episode, even Fall Out Boy's Evening Out with Your Girlfriend, and they just didn't put it in the episode, so that's fun. Wow, Patreon, Patreon bonus, con- bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really entertaining. Just to like me? me, like, hey, actually, I have a thought on this. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, nope. <laughs> right. So we are back with track two. Yes. From. Take this to your grave. It's called Dead on Arrival. Yes. This this track, I think, was on um, a Warp Tour comp. And I th- okay. think it was the first Fall Out Boy song that I ever uh, heard. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's amazing. And I didn't... Well, we'll get into it. But I didn't love it um, because I wasn't listening. And also because I was, I was uh, hoping for more Newfound Glory than it was. So... Uh, that's just... Wait, you were hoping this song would sound more like Newfound Glory than it did? I hope all pop punk makes me feel like <laughs> Newfound Glory did in the year 2000, basically. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> See, I think that this album sounds pretty Newfound Glory-esque. Right, but Patrick is singing in a lower register, like we said at the end of the thing. And sure. so I was like, oh, meh. <laughs> uh, I, also, I also thought that they were saying uh, this... this conversation's been dead on arrival this conversation's been dead on arrival and then going into the next thing um and so when i found out that they weren't just singing the line twice uh i i really liked it a lot more so yeah that's not the line that's not the line we're gonna talk about nope i'm gonna leave it in because it's relevant to the conversation yeah Yeah. i don't know if i'm even editing this episode i guess you could say this is a song that i grew to like okay i think it didn't stick at first though so they never do this is just side one, though. Would you say it's not your favorite record? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, this album is my favorite record, yeah. Is it really? Is this your favorite, is this your favorite Fall Out Boy album? I go back and forth between, I think there's a lot, From Under the Cork Tree has more songs that I'm like, okay, than right. this does. But I think I like certain songs on From Under the Cork Tree better than I like Interesting. certain songs on right. this. Like, I like, I like, um, a little less 16 candles or dance dance or you know mm-hmm. any any number of other ones a lot but there are songs that i'm like yeah this is fine too but this but take this to your okay. grave is literally hit after hit after hit for me so it's really fascinating to me see i'm i'm flipped this is uh-huh. one of i mean like there are songs i love on this album but this is my probably if i had to rank them it would be at, it would be near the bottom oh yeah so, the song, the lyric, the line we're going to talk about actually on this song is, I know I'm not your favorite record, but the songs you grow to like never stick at first. Is that it? Where we stop? Yeah. Is that where we're stopping? Yeah. <sighs> okay. The rest of it's so good, too. Anyways, um, so, I mean, I like, this is one of those lyrics that, for me, is like, yeah. I mean, that's that's actually a, a really good sentiment 
you know, I've already talked about how it was like that for me with this band and mm-hmm. with this record in particular, this particular record. But like, I think that it's also very interesting because, and maybe you guys will agree with this. I find that sometimes when I'm like, oh man, this album is amazing. And I just listen to it so hard that like, sometimes I just burn myself out on it. And it's the songs where I'm like, I guess that's, it's an okay album or it's an okay song or whatever that it's like, that has more stuff sort of, yeah, a lot more stuff to chew on or whatever, like to, to grow, to grow with. Yeah, I would say that's true for Fall Out Boy, especially like all my favorite songs, I think, are songs that I kind of just passed over on the first one mm-hmm. uh, or like the first listen through. And then so when I would listen to an album, I would tend to like pick out three songs I really liked. And then I listen to those on repeat and like, OK, let's go explore the rest of the album. And then I pick right. up like three more until I got the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I can relate to this a lot. Yeah. Aaron, do you feel I, I feel like this I don't know. I, how do you? How does this fit into in, in with your whole thing of things that you like? No, I mean, I think I think that's that's pretty accurate. I I wouldn't say that it's always true that the songs I grow to like never stick it. Well, okay, the songs that I grow to like <laughs> by definition never stick at first. <laughs> yes, that is true. I would not say that my favorite songs are not always my favorite to begin with. That's right? true. Too. Um, that's true too. But. Yeah, like, it's funny. I know Tracy had mentioned Disloyal Order of Water Buffaloes. I didn't love that song for a long time. I didn't love mm-hmm. that album for a long time. There was a good chunk of time when that album was, like, Murk. like, I just never listened to it. And that yeah. was largely because um, I listened to Fall Out Boy when I run, and that's a hard album to run to because it's the, there's a lot of, like, slower stuff happening. So I was just like, well, this album doesn't work for what I need it to work for, so I'm not going to listen to it. But it's a really good driving album Mm. and like just like kind of mellow hanging out at home. Thinking album. Thinking album. Well, there are some bangers on that album, though. Yeah, there are. And there were like a couple songs that went on my running playlist, but the Mm -hmm. majority of the album did not. So I just didn't listen to it as much because it just didn't come up as much. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that that's true that you know i mean i guess the whole point with this lyric is i know that right now i'm not who you want but i will be which is a little bit of a sort of like i'll bide my time until you come around sort of deal sure it it is a a little bit yeah i mean i think that doesn't always have to be gross and problematic it doesn't there is there is definitely something to be said for i really like you i am willing to to you know take whatever relationship i can get if it's just friends fine if you decide that you know if if it turns into more than that awesome right if not that's fine too i think i I mean you know saying i know i'm not your favorite record doesn't necessarily mean absolutely a problem I agree. Right. And I don't think it's creepy the way he says it either. Like, the songs you grow to like never stick at first. It's not saying, like, someday you're definitely going to love me. It's saying, like, right. eventually, like, you might like me more or whatever. Yeah. Right. But- and and some songs that you that that you don't like at first, you don't grow to, to, to love right. at all. So, True. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I was going to ask you guys. So, when I think about people, because obviously it's, you know, talking about him as a person. Right. Um, I tend to not usually grow to like people like I either meet you and I like you or I meet you and I don't like you 
and like hmm. I, like I'll grow in my liking of someone, but it's pretty hard to flip me on liking you or not liking you. But also, there's not like a ton of people I meet and I instantly don't like them, right? You know, but it's for me. I think that if I don't like you at first and then later I do, it's because of some fundamental misunderstanding. Yep. Like it's a, a personality is a personality, but if. I had this friend in high school named Susan who was gorgeous, and so I thought she was mean, and then she wasn't. So, <laughs> like, I definitely yeah. have to challenge myself on stuff like that sometimes. <laughs> like, I'll meet someone and I'll get like a feel. I'm like, wait, why don't I like this person? Yeah. Like, what? Where is that coming from? Then I'll like try extra hard. I'll be like, oh, okay, I see yeah. what's happening here. Yeah, and yeah, sometimes there are personality clashes though, and that's okay. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think you're right, though. I think in general, if I don't like somebody at first, there's it's not likely that it's just a slow burn to like and then eventually I will like them a whole lot. But I think right. in this in the case of this particular lyric, it's not like a, I know that you hate me right now. Right. Right. But hopefully one day you'll come around and we'll get to date. Right. I think this is more like a I know right now you just want to be friends. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not hoping your that maybe. Right. Yeah. I ho- I'm hoping that maybe you'll want more later. Right. So yeah. I will say that the um a, a relationship if you if you keep spending the same kind of contacts with people it's hard to sort of change your mind about people but like if you have some sort of like you meet them in person when you've only talked to them online or vice versa or like you are in a car trip with basically changing up the context can often change for better or worse how you feel about someone if you move in with your friends with someone and then you move in with them and they suck as a roommate then or like they're just fine but you move in with them and you're like oh my god you're amazing that sort of stuff like yeah yeah i think it can be like a contextual thing but yeah i think that this is not like i want to go from the guy that you really hate to your husband and it's more like Maybe I'll move up in the in the rankings a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Enemies to lovers, slow burn, eighty k. Yeah. 80K. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so James, when you were talking about a road, the the like you're on a road trip with somebody, it that immediately made me think of when Harry met Sally, mm, which mm-hmm. really was like a I know I'm not your fit. Like that was a real slow burn because yeah. it wasn't that they. I mean, they didn't like each other but i think they both would they both recognized that there was a rapport yeah and it and it was really kind of a fundamental misunderstanding of he said kind of a douchey thing and she was like no that's douchey and he's like well it's also right (laughs) but then he eventually came around to be like okay yeah that was kind of douchey right so yeah i think that you have to like i think there are people that it's like i understand why i should like them but i don't and that's mm-hmm. the hardest one for me, where it's like, on yeah. paper, I should get along with this person great, but something about them. And often it can be that they're too similar to me, because yeah, I don't know if this is fair. a bad self-esteem thing or whatever, but if I met me in person, boy, we would get into <laughs> some arguments. That's funny. <laughs> so I think that I think that it's true that, and I think that's right. I th- Actually, I'm going to think about this lyric a little bit differently now from having had this conversation, because... I always sort of did frame it as a, like, you'll come around. And it is, but it's like, you're already kind of around. It's sort of like, you'll you'll decide to give me an upgrade later from, yeah. like, friend to more. 
but like, I'm already hoping. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and if not, that's fine too. Yeah, I do think it's yeah. important to remember that they were teenagers, and it was two thousand three. It could have sure. been five. so much. Two thousand two. So there's a good chance that what they actually meant by this was. I know you don't like me now, but one day I'm going to be your boyfriend. Just you wait. I will unfriend zone myself. There's a good chance that that was how it was intended. But in 2020, I am choosing to look at it through a slightly rosier lens. And I think that's, I think that's justified. Also, P. Wentz is way older than Patrick. Did I, we had to have had this discussion. Well, like, he's not like, way older, but like 84, 79 is Pete West. He's 84, 84 years old. <laughs> 84 <laughs> so years older, That's yeah. Like five so years I knew older. that it's Pete old. was 70, was, was born in 79. I did not realize that Patrick was younger than me. Yeah. He's younger than me, which is like almost no one. Yeah. Should we talk about our age difference, guys? Hey. <laughs> If you couldn't tell. <laughs> All right. So social media. <laughs> yeah. When you were saying that you were in middle school when Infinity on High yeah. came out. And I was hey, like, I was oh boy. in kindergarten. <laughs> I listened to that album at my first post-college actual real big boy job. Like, yeah, Is that weird? I was married. <laughs> when that one yeah, came out. Imagine 2000. Really? I was yeah. in kindergarten at the turn of the millennia. I was a little little kindergartner. Oh, so freaking cute! <laughs> oh, that was our senior year of high school. Was two thousand and two thousand one. I knew you were younger than me. I didn't realize how much younger. Just a smidge. So I was just looking at that because in two thousand three, Patrick was nineteen, but Pete was okay. twenty four. <laughs> so <laughs> I do feel like twenty four in two thousand three, especially when you you know, have been in, like, kind of the music scene and probably around some people of question- questionable, you know, decent personness and all that. Like, I feel like I can understand him right. maybe being, a, having, like, a lower oh, yeah. emotional maturity. Sure. Um, and maybe meaning this as yeah. one day I'll unfriend zone. <laughs> hey, uh, good news. Oh. Joe Troman now has a Wikipedia page. Oh, he right. didn't oh, when good. we recorded it on The Bachelor Obsessed. Yeah, yeah. he didn't. Um, and he is younger than Patrick, so he's September first, nineteen ninety four. So, and where does Andy fall in this? We need Andy to know. is on the old side. He is May thirty first, nineteen eighty. Okay, so one seventy nine, one eighty, and two nineteen eighty fours. Very cool. So. Okay, but I mean, well. not to just there are some questionable lyrics in Fall Out Boy songs, like sure, but not. I always sure. felt like they were more. I never felt like they were very misogynistic, like overall, for the most part. Like, obviously, I wouldn't have listened to them. Yeah, no, I don't think I could have formed such an attachment to them. But, like, yeah, I don't always feel, or I don't really feel like they are super that way. Like, there's probably some, like, yeah, that's not ideal kind of things, but. Right. But like, I, ha- I just have a, like, maybe a blind faith. No, that makes in them. sense. Maybe I shouldn't be so faithful to celebrities, but. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot, you know, there's. It's not an excuse, but it's a right. an explanation. I think right. the whole product of its time thing. Yeah. And I mean, you know, two thousand, the early two thousands were not the um, yeah wokest of times. Truly, truly, they so. weren't. And but but and like I don't want to do this because I know this is an excuse too. But like two thousand three, 
I say this as a guy who who liked Brand New and continues to like Brand New. The first two albums were. I'm not going to make excuses. There's lots worse stuff in like Brand New albums and 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 stuff. There's this Fall Out Boy is not. No. Yeah. Bad. The worst. And they, <laughs> and they aren't. Um. And they've improved yes. and they've grown over the years. So like yeah. the, the the you know Mania will not have stuff. I assume. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get to it have stuff that is even that it may it would ha- it will have stuff that makes more sense in the time it's from yes just as this and i guess i think what i was trying to say is yeah. i always felt like they didn't write yep. so much about like oh i just had a breakup i'm sad because i had a breakup as like obviously as some other bands have i right. feel like a lot of like i mean just reading up on pete's like personality and stuff like that which is you know whatever um just i feel like a lot of his stuff is a lot more like dealing with being alive kind of things and not necessarily oh i'm heartbroken yeah, yeah right but like i'm heartbroken sense. because you know living is hard yeah yeah we have social media we are on twitter at thanks for the lyrics pod but you have to take out all the vowels because we're the worst mm-hmm. individually i can be found on twitter at unabashedly aaron i'm at unabashed james I'm at a deals warlock, and I do just want to say they are the worst. I wasn't involved in the name. That is true. So blame them. That That's, is true. And to be completely fair, I was the one that I'm suggested the worst for it. Other so yeah, I'm, so J- I'm yeah. the actual worst. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when you're trying to type in the name of this show or that Twitter name or whatever, uh, just you know, curse James's curse name. James. Tracy, would you like to tell them uh, where they can find the Scavengers Network? Yes, you can find them on Twitter at scavengersnet and on the internet in at large, the website <laughs> is scavengersnetwork.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that true? That is true. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, it's very good. Check it out. Yeah. Good job, Mason. And we're part of the... I'm going to say that every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think credit where credit is due. Uh, we're also on the Scavengers Network Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash thescavengersnetwork. And uh, for $2 a month, you can get bonus content not only from us eventually, but also from every other uh, show on the network. God, that was just, uh, I don't know what happened there. Um, You can get from every show on the network. Um, And there are lots of great shows, so there's lots of great bonus content. Yeah, but that's going to do it for us for this week. We will be back at you next Saturday with another lyric. And hey, follow boy. Thanks for the lyrics. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. What is wet, hot American moon juice? It's like taking the first sip of a fresh cup of coffee and it's way too hot and you burn your tongue. That's like asking me to describe the sound of my daughter's laughter. Urban Dictionary said that juice means street credibility, so I think I'm part of a gang. At its core, it's a lifestyle. Nowadays, most young kids just want to take Instagram photos with moon juice. I need to save my words because I need 50,000 of them. I don't even think I know 50,000 words. Yeah, I guess I should have known the start that I was in over my head. Wet Hot American Moon Juice is a National Novel Writing Month podcast. What's a National Novel Writing Month podcast, you ask? A bad idea. That's what. But with the power of friendship, even bad ideas can be really, really good. Coming late October 2019 to the Scavengers Network and a podcatcher near you. I think in this day and age, we can all use a little more moon juice in our lives. 
but only the wet, hot American kind. None of that knockoff European stuff. <laughs>